This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on News Radio 680 WPTF. 60 minutes devoted to giving you all the information you need when caring for a loved one. With Nicole Clagan, here's the host of Aging Matters, Jason Kong. Welcome to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday evening to you. Jason Kong here with Nicole Cleggett of Transitions Life Care and Transitions Guiding Lights. Nicole, how are you this evening? Well, apparently each of my hats is doing well. <laughs> how are you? Good, good. You know, I've got some more hats back here if you want a couple uh, more to put on. I've got on. my fair share these days. <laughs> you certainly do. And uh, of course, it's it's that time of the year. Your uh, big Raleigh Caregiver Summit is just around the corner. We mm-hmm. had to reschedule the Harnett County yes. Caregiver Summit. I know we need to inform folks about that, so let's go ahead and dive right in. Yeah, definitely. So um, the Harnett County Summit, briefly, um, as you all know, was scheduled for October, and we did have to postpone that because of the after effects of Hurricane Florence. So we did reschedule that to December 12th of this year, same location, same time. If you are already registered, we have gone ahead and moved your registration for you. Uh, But for those who are interested in attending that event, if you can't attend the Raleigh Summit, it's not that far away. I uh, would love for you to come on out and register for that one as well. That's that's right. And you can do that at caregiversummit.org. Caregiversummit.org is the place to go to find all the scheduling information as well as registration information. There's plenty of information on there. You can also go to the WPTF.com website. And we've got some links up on there. Well, Nicole, speaking of the Caregiver Summit, <laughs> I know. you've brought in an appropriate guest. I sure evening. have. A partner in crime for sure. I have with me today Lisa Levine, who is the Director of Education for the Dementia Alliance of North Carolina. And they are also a host for the Raleigh Caregiver Summit. So between her brain and mine and a few other brains, we put this big, big behemoth of an event on uh, every year. We have 504 attendees, and we know that for a fact because that is capacity of the luncheon room. So, <laughs> so uh, we have sold out for the last several years and do expect to again this year as well, but still have room today for those um, who are listening. But I wanted to just take a few minutes to really just talk a little bit about you know the history of these summits and um, really kind of what some of the educational pieces are uh, that we're going to be covering this year. Well, thanks for having me, Nicole. Yeah. I can't believe it's our 10th year. I know. Well, I've got the grades to prove it. How about you? Yes, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Try to cover them up, but they're there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited to have all kinds of special things for our 10th year. Of course, we have our educational sessions, but we have some fun things today um, as well. We do. And, you know, kind of backing up to 10 years ago, the event was actually uh, birthed out of um, a, a volunteer who actually dared to ask the question, what if we actually did something to support the caregivers in our community? And his name was uh, David White, and he has since passed. But he was a volunteer, actually, with formerly known as Hospice of Wake County, now Transitions Life Care, and and just said, you know, I feel like we do an awful lot for patients, but what about for those families who are serving and, and supporting their loved ones? And so... About 10 years ago, a little tiny event happened in a very small church, and I think about 100 people came. And now, fast forward, you know, 10 years later, we hold four summits a year and um, just about to embark on our biggest summit of the year in Raleigh. So I think his his question, as we always say, there are no stupid questions, really turned into something quite phenomenal and well-reputed in our area, for sure. Very true. You know, it's popular when you're 
unfortunately having to turn people away because uh, we have more than 504 people that want to come every year. That's why we have so many summits. I know, I know. Definitely, definitely. So you mentioned some fun things. So let's talk about the fun and then we'll get into the actual educational events. Well, we know caregivers have a really difficult time and and we hope that this day gives them a little bit of rest, respite, if Mm -hmm. you will. Um, So we're going to have a photo booth Mm -hmm. at this event so people can have a little fun, get their picture taken. Uh, We also are going to have a chalkboard where people can write down inspiring words. We're going to have saxophone music in the morning Mm -hmm. so everybody can come in and and get their day going right. And then this year we're also going to have some therapy dogs visit us so that if people want to de-stress a little bit by visiting some emotional support animals, they can do that too. I really love that. We actually have a funny little story that we joke about sometime. One time we had a dog that came that uh, wasn't really an emotional support animal. and It was a bit of a nippy dog. And then one lady was there and it was crazy hair day and she was wearing dog bones in her hair. And so I remember between the two, that was quite an interesting experience. The dog wanted to get those bones out of her hair. Right. And now we're (laughs) going to bring the dogs in on purpose. I know. So let's just hope it's not crazy hair day where we wear milk bones in our hair because that might be interesting. (laughs) But you know what? We welcome everybody no matter what. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We do not discriminate based on what's in your hair. That's right. (laughs) So aside from the um, fun stuff, let's talk a little bit about the general course of the day. I know there's the the typical registration time where people check in and then they visit exhibitors. And then what can they expect from there, Lisa? Right. Well, um, as Nicole mentioned, we have exhibitors and we have about 70, over 70 resource tables. And then we're going to have education. So people have five sessions in the morning they can choose from and then five sessions after lunch to choose from as well. Um, In between, we're going to have a great plated lunch, Mm -hmm. which will be delicious. And we're also offering the virtual dementia tour again this year, which is a dementia simulation that people can uh, go to. It takes about 15 to 30 minutes and Mm -hmm. they get to go through and see what it's like to live with dementia. And I know for sure, because I just did the layout, we have 78 exhibitors this year, which is a huge number. (laughs) So aside from getting, you know, the educational pieces of the day by attending those sessions, folks can actually go around and really talk to the folks that represent the resources that they will probably engage somewhere in their caregiving journey. And I always say, and we always talk about on this show, how preparation is so important. And even if it's something you don't feel like you need just yet for your current caregiving situation, it may be something you need a little bit down the road. So certainly gathering information isn't going to hurt you. But then on top of it all, statistics also show that most people are going to be a caregiver at some point, And most people are going to be a caregiver for more than one person. So you may have a unique situation going on with one person in your life. But if you think about the other people in your life that are aging with chronic illness and may not have other supports, you may be up to bat a second time. So kind of if you go in there thinking about the the various older adults or people in your life that may need support down the road, you know, definitely reaching out to those resources for support is key. That's so true. You know, sometimes people don't think of themselves as caregivers because they're just helping out a neighbor they're mm-hmm. maybe just running out for groceries, checking in on a friend. Help but those are caregivers, right? Yeah. Those are caregivers too, mm-hmm. and they need that support as well. And like you said, you have to be prepared ahead of time. And we don't only have the usual resources like all of the care communities. Mm-hmm. We have lots of other resources mm-hmm. that you may not think you'll need until the time comes, and then 
you'll have the information. And things that you didn't even know existed, right? right so, right. you know, one of the things I often think about when you get dropped into the caregiving role, it's like being dropped onto Mars. All of a sudden, you are completely inundated with a new language, which is known as the acronym soup that we speak in the healthcare community. You're here, you're learning about what things get paid for and what things don't get paid for by Medicare. A lot of people make the assumption that Medicare pays for everything. And then much to their surprise, Medicaid doesn't really pay for a whole lot of things when it comes to long-term care. Uh, So really kind of walking through that room with your eyes wide open, just seeing all the different possibilities that exist, it can be quite empowering for families. Yes, it definitely can. And we're in a great environment where all of these folks tend to work together. Mm -hmm. Um, They are competition, but they really support each other. So they'll refer you to a person across the room for Mm -hmm. something, and they'll refer you to a person across the room, and you get all that in one place. Definitely. I'd love to also take an opportunity to thank our, our, our large sponsors. We have underwriting sponsor of AARP this year, which is an amazing opportunity. And they're also going to be our keynote speaker. Uh, and then we also have a few presenting sponsors this year, uh, one being LifeLinks, uh, the next being Clarity Legal Group, and then also Carolina Complete Health. And they have all put in a lot of money to make this event affordable for the caregivers that attend, for sure. And it's amazing that you can get a full day of education, all of these resources, a nice lunch, a great opportunity to have some fun, meet other caregivers. A break. A break. <laughs> yeah. And free respite for your loved one if you take a, uh, take advantage of that. And it's still $15. Definitely. Definitely. And then the other piece that we do have available as well is that if you are a professional that, um, for example, a nurse, and you need... Uh, Uh, credits for your continuing education credits for your license. We also do make available up to four credits for attending the uh, event as well, which is an awesome opportunity for folks who need to fulfill that requirement. You've got all your bases covered, Nicole. I don't know. You've thought of everything. (laughs) You've thought of everything. Well, stick around. We've got more with Lisa Levine, Director of Education of the Dementia Alliance. We'll continue to talk about the Caregiver Summits. Again, you can find more information online at caregiversummit.com. A quick break and back. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on News Radio 680 WPTF. Joined by Nicole Cleggett from Transitions Guiding Lights, here's your host, Jason Kong. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. You can find more information about Transitions Life Care at transitionslifecare.com. Org. Jason Kong here with Nicole Cleggett, a.k.a. The Ruckus. I guess we're learning all about her nicknames here during the break. Uh, we've got Lisa Levine here in studio as our special guest. She is the Director of Education of the Dementia Alliance, and we're talking all about the Caregiver Summit happening here in Raleigh at the end of the month. We've also got the, uh, the Harnett County one coming up in December, which has been rescheduled. We do. Now, since we're talking about everyone's magical powers, I'm The Ruckus. Lisa has a magical power, too. She is a laughter yoga instructor. So oh, she wow. can just sit here and yeah. laugh on the radio and make us all laugh. She is an outrageous laugh. We you love two, it. You two are the Avengers <laughs> caregiving. Oh, my goodness. So I wanted to dive into the the actual educational sessions. And, sure. you know, for folks listening, it's not the same thing every year, year in and year out. We actually take a lot of time every single year to set up 
what we're going to educate caregivers about. And even new this year, um, we used to have the Raleigh and the Durham slash AKA RTP Summit, you know, same conference, your choice of dates. But this year, the caregivers, you know, really enjoy these educational sessions and wanted more opportunities to attend uh, and and to actually have the opportunity to attend a, a different conference with some different sessions. So we actually broke it out so that every single summit has different sessions related to it. And we come up with these really based off of what the evaluations say. And a lot of folks say, oh, yeah, we collected an evaluation and then they go into the trash. That's not what we do with our summits. (laughs) We literally sit there and have an entire meeting reviewing the evaluations and really listening to what the caregivers say that they wish we had more of, that they wish we had that we didn't have, that they wish that we you know, definitely want to have us bring back. And that's really how we come up with what our agenda is going to be for the next year. So we'd love for you, Lisa, to highlight some of those talks. Well, we're excited to have um, some return speakers mm-hmm. by request, yep. but we have different topics like you mentioned. So um, an always popular speaker for us is Melanie Bunn, mm-hmm. who's a nurse, and she talks about uh, different topics dealing with dementia. So she's talking about the challenges of the behaviors and uh, approaches and progression of dementia this year and she's got a little different spin on it for people that have heard her before she's a wonder we also have rich gwaltney with Mm -hmm. transitions life care coming back and this time he's leading a panel of caregivers who are going to lead a discussion just about what caregiving is, the Mm -hmm. challenges they've been through, and encourage a lot of interaction between the attendees and them. Um, We also have, uh, as you mentioned, we have Clarity Clarity Legal Group, Mm -hmm. and they're a sponsor, and they're doing a session this time on uh, legal issues for the caregiver. But it's a little different different take on it. It's what it means to be a healthcare agent. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really interesting. And then we have LifeLinks, and they're talking about the potholes of family dynamics. We were talking <laughs> about family dynamics earlier, Nicole, and yeah. we all know families are different, and they all have their struggles. Yeah. But as far as caregiving goes, it can be a real challenge to deal with your family and also take care of the person that needs the help. Speaking as a person who spent the entire day at an auto dealer yesterday, sometimes when you hit a pothole, you need a new alignment. Yes, and you I, do. And I think they do a really good job with talking to us about how to align our families. They do. They do. So LifeLinks is going to help us out with that. We also have um, a new speaker this year who's going to talk about hearing loss. We know hearing changes are a normal part of aging. But she's going to talk some about the accommodations that we can make uh, for those changes as we age. And truly how isolating that is. Yes. Hearing loss is incredibly isolating. Mm -hmm. And it also can lead to one of the things we often talk about as a reversible dementia. Sometimes, you know, when folks can't hear, it may appear that they have a cognitive decline when the reality is you put a hearing aid in them and all of a sudden they're keeping up with the conversations like they should. Right, right. They're not isolated anymore. Mm-hmm. They can join in. So that's really important. So we're excited to have them as well. We always have some sessions about how to take care of yourself. And we do have one on meditation mm-hmm. this year, which we all probably need to go to and how to <laughs> meditate and take care of ourselves. So we've got uh, quite a bit of um, interesting things, different things this year. Um, and I'm excited. I wish I could go to all of them. I know we never do get to. We don't. <laughs> but for those listening, if you appear, you can find Lisa and I up in the front often and running around like a chicken with her head cut off. And we'd love to meet you as well because um, 
really just as much as it's fulfilling for the families to attend and we see everyone feeling quite uplifted by the end of the event. These events really fuel us for yes. the entire year, just really feeling the change of vibration of everybody in the room from walking in really stressed and doing all they had to do to get there to them when they're walking out. Everybody's just uplifted, smiling, laughing, and it really just completely changes the dynamics of, of folks in the room. It's very powerful, mm -hmm. and like you said, it does give us some energy to go on with the rest of the year. For sure. Mm -hmm. So uh, so the Caregivers Summit, If for folks that are listening, they can go to caregiverssummit.org, and you can go ahead and register for that Raleigh Summit coming up on October 30th. Again, don't delay. We don't recommend people just dropping in that day because we have in the past have had to turn people away, which we don't like to do. That really makes us very sad to do that. Um, so you know, don't delay on this particular summit. Register in advance, caregiverssummit.org. Um, we'd love to see you there on October 30th, but you do have something else going on because you don't have enough going on in your life <laughs> prior to that event. Tell us a little bit about that. We do. Well, we're having a what we're calling a Triangle Festival of Hope on uh, Saturday, October 20th. And it is a big fundraiser for Dementia Alliance, but also it's an opportunity for people in the community to come together and raise awareness about Alzheimer's and dementia. This will be our 26th annual fundraising walk. Wow. And then also we're going to have the Family Fun Festival on top of that. Wow. So we have all kinds of great things. Even if you don't like to walk, you can still <laughs> come and have a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to have food trucks this cool. year, a live band. Uh, all kinds of things for the kids, bouncy houses, climbing walls. Fun. Um, it's dog friendly. There's okay. also a dog park at this. It's going to be held in Nightdale. Okay. Um, and we're, we've not been in Nightdale before, and they've been very welcoming to us. So we're very excited that the town of, town of Nightdale has kind of embraced this and taken us under their wing. So if folks want to find out more or register, is this a registration type situation? Or do you just show up? How does this work? Either way, they can register for the walk. And if they'd like to get a t-shirt, they mm -hmm. can go online and register. Otherwise, they can just show up and have a good time. The website for more information is DementiaNC.org. And they can go to the events page and look up the Triangle Festival of Hope. Could you talk to us a little bit about what these funds support in our community? Sure. Dementia Alliance, all the funds that are donated to us stay in North Carolina to take care of caregivers, and we do a lot of services for free for those families. We offer a lot of caregiving support, including uh, counseling, support groups, and a lot of education, um, including the Caregivers Conference. And we also do support research and advocacy for dementia and Alzheimer's. So we take care of the caregivers of people living with dementia and also those folks living with dementia um, pretty much in any way they need. So if folks are listening and they want to reach out because they are in a caregiving situation, they do feel like they need support, how would they go, go ahead and do that? Well, they can give us a call at 919-832-3732 or again, go to that website, DementiaNC.org and let us know that they need some help, that they... Um, have some needs and our social worker will reach out to them and support them in any way we can. 
Again, that event is the Triangle Festival of Hope that Lisa mentioned. That's Saturday, October 20th in Nightdale at Nightdale Station Park. It's from 8.30 to 3. It sounds like it's going to be a wonderful event. Lots of stuff there for kids and the whole family. Food trucks, as she mentioned, a a great opportunity for folks to get involved. And again, uh, DementiaNC.org is the website. Lisa Levine, Director of Education of the Dementia Alliance. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. We'll see everybody at the summit. That's right. Caregiversummit.org is the website to go to. A quick break and back. You're listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on News Radio 680 WPTF. 60 minutes devoted to giving you all the information you need when caring for a loved one. With Nicole Claggett, here's the host of Aging Matters, Jason Kong. Welcome to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday evening to you. Jason Kong here with Nicole Cleggett with Transitions Life Care and Transitions Guiding Lights and everything else, right? I mean, we, Stop. Let's just keep adding to your title. No, that's okay. I, I, I don't want to compete with the university titles. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you, you've got a ways to go before you get to some of these UNC folks. I think, uh, I think so. Yeah, you're, you're in good shape. Well, Nicole, right up at the top, I know we've got uh, a, a bunch of guests that we need to get to this evening. We do. But uh, we've got some updates on the, uh, the the schedule for the Caregiver Summits. You know, we do. Um, uh, we have been talking all uh, year long about how we're bookending the month of October with the Harnett County Summit at the beginning and the Raleigh Summit at the end. But unfortunately, due to the lasting impacts of Hurricane Florence, we actually had to postpone the Harnett Summit. So the Harnett Summit that was actually scheduled to be held earlier this week was actually moved to December 12th at the same location, same times. Uh, folks can get uh, information about all the details on the Caregiver Summit website at caregiversummit.org. But our attendance was actually down by 75% because some folks in you know, Harnett County really were impacted by the flooding, the long-lasting flooding, and um, the event proved to be a great distraction. And so instead of making people stressed out about finding a location to place their loved ones for the day and trying to get out to an event that they paid for, we just went ahead and moved it. So our partner, Campbell University, is wonderful about giving us a new date. And I think by December, we should be in better shape to hold that summit for sure. Well, caregiving is is stressful enough. So uh, let's not stress people out more with one of these events uh, under uh, not as ideal circumstances. So again, plenty of information. If you are still interested in going to the Harnett Summit, you can find that at caregiversummit.org, caregiversummit.org. But the Raleigh Summit is still kicking along just great. And our attendance is literally rocking and rolling. We are sold out of exhibitor and sponsor spaces um, and we have room still for caregiver attendees so we really encourage folks to get on board and register Uh, we sell out that event every single year with 504 people attending so that's by far our largest summit of the year and um, this is our 10th anniversary so we're super excited awesome get on board now register for raleigh and if the new harnet date works for you register for that one as well caregiverssummit.org sort of speaking along those lines one of the neat things about the caregiver summits is that you know you 
you have all these resources available mm-hmm. to you. And one of the things that I found so interesting about the Caregiver Summits were, were services available that I I just never thought of, you know, unless you're in a caregiving role, you wouldn't think that, uh, you know, there's so many things that you take for granted where, oh, I can just hop in the car and, you know, two minutes away, I can get this and this done. And we've got a guest in tonight that I think falls perfectly in line with one of those things that, you know, is not on the top of your mind when it comes to caregiving, but it's, it's, it's pretty important. But it's also on the top of your head. It is. It is. <laughs> so, so glad to have here with us today, Karen Wright, and she is with Home Health Haircuts. So there you go with the top of the head, a little comment there for those of you following along. And so she has a really neat service where she can come to the older adult, the person that you're caregiving for, wherever they call home and truly make them look beautiful. And, and, and it's, you know, Karen, I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. And I'm so glad to have your service here. You know, I'm among the calls that we frequently get at Transitions Guiding Lights are sometimes about personal care, but not so insofar as, you know, bathing and dressing. And we have all that covered, but it's truly, you know, mom just doesn't want to go out because she doesn't feel good about the way she looks, but it takes such an effort to get her out of the home to go to the beauty shop absolutely, or take dad to the barber. And so I think the service that you're providing is pretty phenomenal. So talk to us a little bit about it. All right. So hi, I'm Karen Wright. So happy to be here with you. Um, so I do, I own and I operate home health haircuts and I can give you a little bit of background on how this business came about. Um, my father who has passed away going on three years ago, Um, When he turned 70, he suffered a stroke and he actually lost his ability to speak and his entire right side was paralyzed. So my mother became his caregiver. And of course, I, being a cosmetologist, I would go to his house Mm -hmm. and my mom and dad and cut his hair, shave his beard for Mm -hmm. him. And in the process of this, the, the nurses, the home health aides, the hospice, they would be like, oh, that's fantastic. So mm-hmm. many of our patients, you know, would, would love to have that service. Mm-hmm. So last year, um, I decided to create a business to help people um, in this situation to, you know, make their life easier. And I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, I think um, a really a big piece of how people feel about themselves, not only is it just are you physically feeling well, is do you feel like you look the best that you can? Right. So talk to us a little bit about some of the folks that you've helped and the difference that you've seen in making their quality of life. Okay. So um, I have gone to a lot of retirement communities mm-hmm. and done haircuts for people and you know they light up when you when you look good you feel good mm-hmm. and just having some human contact and you know being able to talk to somebody different that you don't see every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know someone touching you and taking care of you and primping you and um, it just it feels really good mm-hmm. and we all love human touch mm-hmm. so that's a, an important part of you know, caring for somebody. So you can go into the home. So aside from the independent living communities and assisted living communities and the skilled nursing facilities, you can also travel to someone's home as Absolutely. well, correct? And anywhere that they need, mm-hmm. you know, that they need a haircut. I, I've had people who have been injured and just been in the hospital right. for quite a, quite a, you know, many weeks or months and boy, they just want a haircut. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I, I'll go anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. So are there limits to what you can do and what um, you can't well, right, do? Right now, what I do is is just a haircut service. Okay. And, and the reason being is most of the places I go, I'm, I don't have access to a sink where I can like shampoo mm-hmm. their hair. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't do chemicals like color or perms because it gets a little too complicated because then you need a sink yeah, and then yep. you need all that. Um, so right now it, it is strictly haircuts. I offer um, free eyebrow trims and mm-hmm. beard trims because okay. my dad had a beard. So <laughs> I got to throw that in. <laughs> That's um, nice. Just um, as a little extra. So I guess one of the, uh, the next questions, you know, I, I can imagine people sitting at home listening to this going, well, you know, I know what it costs to go to get my hair cut. Boy, this is going to cost me an arm and a leg to bring somebody in my home. How, how does that price okay. structure work? So, okay. My starting price is $27. Okay. Well, that's which, not bad at all. And that right. covers your tr- driving there? Right. Well, okay, here. So it's $27. <laughs> and my home office mm-hmm. is in Raleigh, but it is South Raleigh. So okay. I'm close to the Johnston County line. Okay. Um, if I travel more than 15 miles from my home office, I do add an additional five, and that's just for travel. Okay. Well, so. that's still very reasonable, for sure. I it think. Is. I think that's great. Thank you. So what else would you like to tell us about your business? Um, I guess I just, I'm happy to work in the business here. I, I've been talking to a lot of people in the senior industry, mm-hmm. you included Nicole, and everybody is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love working with, you know, uh, the, the older community. Mm-hmm. They, to me, they're wise beyond their years and they just have so much, you know, great offers, stories to offer mm-hmm. and sure. um, talk to people. Great, great. So I know, um, Jason, you know, you've had some experience as well working with folks in the community. And, and can you imagine this would be an amazing service? I know you've had a personal caregiving journey as well, you know, folks nearing end of life. And I think that, you know, it's 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 got to be one of those things where, you know, maybe you're in a facility and they might provide that service. But to have the, the personal touch and, you know, to feel like, you know, you're, you're taken back either to a barbershop or a salon to have that dialogue while someone's cutting your hair. That's got to sure. be a good feeling. It you know, is. it's, it's, it's you got to be able to almost see that transformation when you're performing that service for someone. I do. I do. I mean, they come out of their shell. They, mm-hmm. they, they just want to feel like everybody else. They want to feel human again and, you know, look good feel good. I know the old fashioned term was, you know, going to the hairdresser. And I know you're calling, referring sure, to yourself as sure. a cosmetologist. But, um, you know, I, I, one of the things I always talk to people about through, throughout the years was, you know, you want to actually get in touch with people who may need um, some additional services. People spill to their hairdresser. They tell them all that's going they on. Do. They you, do. you have a bit of a social worker background, even, <laughs> if you, even if you didn't have the degree. So I think it's pretty awesome. Um, the fact that and the unique relationship that people have when somebody is actually doing their hair and I think part of that has to do with just that that physical touch that being made to feel beautiful and and feel good about yourself so I think it's pretty fabulous all that you're doing to support older adults in our community if you were to think of another gap you know for those listening who may have an interesting idea out there what do you see as another gap out there um, sort of in the beautification realm that exists for older adults Uh, You know, I think a lot of times people take that for granted, you know, when they're when they're a caregiver that, you know, they they meet their basic needs, but sometimes go on the extra mile Mm -hmm. or, you know, oh, you know, maybe I want my hairstyle Mm -hmm. or maybe even your nails polished for for women, um, you know, men with with the beards and Mm -hmm. everything. So I, I just feel that 
when someone is taken care of to that level, they, they feel appreciated. They feel loved. So if folks want more information and they want to get a hold of you, how do they go about doing that? All right. So I have a website, mm-hmm. and it is very easy. It's homehealthhaircuts.net, all strung together, homehealthhaircuts.net. My phone number, you can reach me at, is 919-675-5507. Again, 919-675-5507. I also have ads in the Seniors Guide and the Resource for Seniors catalog coming out. Um, So you you can find me. Well, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Karen Wright, owner and operator of Home Health Haircuts. And man, you read that phone number like a pro, nice and slow so that people could write it down. 919-675-5507. And again, that's homehealthhaircuts.net if you want to find Karen online. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. We will be right back with more Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on News Radio 680 WPTF. With your co-host, Nicole Claykitt, here's the host of Aging Matters, Jason Kong. Welcome back to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Nicole Cleggett. Thank you so much for joining us here this evening. And Nicole, I know we always talk about the Caregiver Summits, but uh, I want to highlight an event happening with our friends over at Coach, the uh, uh, Center for Outreach in Alzheimer's Aging and Community Health. They put on a caregivers educational convention every year. And, you know, this is for folks who are out in the Greensboro area. So uh, if you can't make it to the Raleigh or the Harnett County one, maybe you want to scoot on over to Greensboro to uh, make it to their annual caregiver education conference. And to talk a little about this, we've got a, a special guest here on the line. Very excited about this. We've got Byron Pitts, who's the co-anchor of ABC News's Nightline and also an ABC News contributor. Byron, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, pleasure. Hope you guys are well. Absolutely. We're doing great. And I want to let everyone know that this educational conference is happening Saturday, October 27th. It's from 8 to 3 p.m. at the Alumni Education, excuse me, the Alumni Foundation Event Center at uh, North Carolina A&T State University in Greensboro. And Byron is the keynote speaker there, Byron. And I know you've got a, a North Carolina connection here. So tell us about that. I do. Uh, my family's from the community of friendship uh, there in Apex, North Carolina, in Wake County. Uh, my, my late mom is buried there. Uh, I have aunts and uncles who live there and, and other family in Wake County in Raleigh. Um, spent every summer, almost every summer, growing up in uh, Apex with my grandmother. So I have great affection for the great state of North Carolina. That's wonderful. I do know that you had a personal caregiving journey, and we're particularly interested in hearing a little bit about that with a loved one who was affected by dementia. Yes. Uh, my late mom, Clarice Pitts, uh, suffered from dementia uh, late in her life. Uh, ultimately, it was cancer uh, that, that took her life. But uh, it was tough. Uh, my uh, sister, uh, who lives in Clayton, uh, was sort of the primary uh, caretaker. My brother, who lives in Missouri, and, and I in New York, shared shared in, but certainly the, the bulk of the work uh, 
fell on her shoulders. Fortunately, we have a, a, a large and loving extended family. So for the last few years of my mother's life, either one of her children, uh, one of her in-laws, uh, grandchild, brother or sister were with her around the clock. So she was never by herself. Um, but it was certainly hard as, as, a care, as, the, uh, uh, as a caretaker of someone to see someone who you love and respect, to see them uh, begin to slip away in that way. Uh, it was the, the the cancer was certainly awful, and um, but the dementia was its own kind of hell for her and for our family. You know, I have walked side by side with family caregivers, and have been a family caregiver myself twice, um, and uh, throughout my entire career. And um, you know, they often talk about individuals with dementia as it is a very long and slow goodbye, and. One of the things when I talk to um, professionals, when I'm trying to educate them and teach them to have a little bit more empathy when working with individuals with dementia and their families is that the grief process that the family and the individual going is going through is absolutely tremendous. You know, in the beginning, the beginning stages, what I see often is that is the most difficult on the individual afflicted because they're recognizing and realizing that something's just not right. But then as time goes on, it's, incredibly difficult for the family to watch pieces of that person that they have absolutely loved their entire lives just fall away and and you know to get, get, getting to the point where they don't remember who they are as um, children or grandchildren and, and so on and so forth. Would you say that was probably the more difficult aspects of the disease for you? Oh, without question. I mean, my mother uh, was a rock of our family. Um, and she was our go-to. She was the person you call when you had trouble of any sort. And so to see this strong and independent woman uh, begin to disappear was hard. Uh, certainly I know for my, my brother, sister, and I, um, it was hard because she always took care of us, even, even as adults. Mm. And now we were, in, we were in a position where we had to take care of her. And so it was hard um, to recognize that the person, I remember having this conversation once with one of my, um, one of my children. And I said, um, uh, we've reached a point where the woman who raised me, uh, doesn't exist anymore. Um, this is, this is a different woman. Um, and we have to take care of her. She gave everything to us and now it's time that we give everything that we can to her. And it was tough, but you know, I, I, my mother raised me and my siblings to be optimistic. And so, as, as incredibly painful as it was, and it was, um, there were also good things in the experience. And I, goodbye means to see how my family came together. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother's um, brothers and sisters, how they rallied, how they stood by her, went to her doctor's appointments, took her out to eat. Um, there's this there's this little restaurant in Apex called Dallas's. Uh, you know, it's an old school country restaurant where everything's fried or or there's animal fat in it, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, even when my mother my mother reached the stage where it wasn't um, it wasn't reasonable for her to drive by herself, her sister or her brother uh, would go to her house, pick her up, bring her to Dallas's so she could participate in this family this family ritual. Um, that was important. Uh, and these are, these are people who are, you know, who are in their 60s and 70s, and um, in one case, I think probably 80 at the time, who pitched in. 
uh, my brother and sister, like my, my sister kept a schedule. And so we knew exactly where she was, uh, what her medication needs were. She kept a journal of, of, of how my mother's condition would progress. And so either my sister was with her, uh, my brother would take time off, I would, our spouses would take time off. Uh, when need be, our children would pitch in, our adult children would, would pitch in to, to spend time with her. Uh, and so as sad as that was, what was wonderful was, was to see how my family rallied. That, you know, there, there, there's that saying about, you know, that, that the kids use rot or die. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes in life, you don't know who you're rot or die. There are people who, who profess to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my family, um, it was wonderful. It was a great blessing from God that mm-hmm. people really pitched in. And, and that's, what, that's what's required, because it's almost, I can't imagine a single uh, caregiver having this burden to carry. And that's uh, very in, common. In my case... Mm. Oh, certainly, mm-hmm. certainly. Because uh, mm-hmm. I would think certainly in, in some communities, there's still probably some shame associated with it. Yep. Especially if you have a person who's very prideful. And I remember when we got to the phase where it wasn't reasonable for my mom to drive anymore. And the the, the difficult conversation we had to have mm-hmm. um, to get there. Uh, I remember when the anger and and paranoia uh, began to seep in and... and um, you know, each of my siblings and I have our own painful encounter with our mom in that phase. I mean, to the point that it would leave us weeping. Yeah. Um, but then there were, but there were also, you know, in that sweet moment um, where she, where, where you would recognize that that she knew that she needed you, and that she was appreciative in her own quiet way that you were present. Um, and and that was and that was certainly um, part of the memories that, that I hang on to. But you're right, so many people have to do this by themselves. That's what's so wonderful uh, about this conference coming up at North Carolina A&T, and, 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 and the work that you all do in your program and getting information out, is that there are resources available. There are good and caring people. There are people, as, as, um, as you said, Nicole, who've been on this road before and can, and can sit with you through it. It ain't easy. You know, there's this there's this um, saying in the military. And I know uh, North Carolina has a rich history with all the military bases there. There's a military saying they say, "Embrace the suck." <laughs> Except the idea that it's going to be hard. Yep. You know, in the military, it's like em- embrace the idea that you're going to sleep in the mud. You're not going to eat well. You're not going to sleep much. And once you can embrace that, it doesn't make it go away. But certainly, it, it 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 steals your mind for the challenges ahead. Yeah, it certainly does. And knowing that you're not alone, and that there's support and other uh, avenues of help available to you, is is at least some comfort in that regard. Again, I want to remind everyone that this is Coach's tenth annual Caregiver Education Conference. It is Saturday, October twenty seventh, from eight to three at uh, NC A and T State University at the Alumni Foundation Event Center. That is in Greensboro. Byron Pitts with the uh, ABC News. Thank you so much for taking your time, and uh, we're really looking forward to hearing you as the keynote speaker for this event. Well, Jason and Nicole, thank you for your program. Thank you for your work, because people do need to be encouraged. That's one of the great things about the conference coming up at a and Not only will people get information uh, during the day, they'll get loved on, right? They'll be told it's okay. There'll be people who'll sit with you and, and, 
and allow you arrested from um, the loved one who you're taking care of. So thank you guys so much for having me on your on your show. Uh, I look forward to seeing you all and all the good folk at North Carolina A&T at the end of October. Thank you so much. Well, Nicole, we got to get out of here, but I want to let everyone know that if you want to find more information about that conference, you can do so at coachhealth.org. That's coach with two A's, coachhealth.org. And uh, as always, you can go to caregiversummit.org if you want to register for the Raleigh Caregivers Summit. Here at the end of the month, we also have registration still open for the Harnett County Caregivers Summit in December. That'll do it for us. On behalf of Nicole Cleggett, I am Jason Kong. Thanking you so much for joining us here this evening. We hope you'll do it again next Saturday at 7 for Aging Matters. Care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great night. You've been listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on News Radio 680 WPTF. For more information, log on transitionslifecare.org.